بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم اما بعد وعن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قسم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قسما فقلت يا رسول الله لغير هؤلاء كانوا احق به منهم قال انهم خيروني ان يسالوني بالفحش او يبخلوني ولست بباخل رواه مسلم وعن جبير بن مطعم رضي الله تعالى عنه انه قال بينما هو يسير مع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مقفله من حنين فعلقه الاعراب يسالونه حتى اضطروه الى سمره فخطفت رداءه فوقف النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال اعطوني ردائي فلو كان لي عدد هذه العظاه نعما لقسمته بينكم ثم لا تجدوني بخيلا ولا كذابا ولا جبانا رواه البخاري عمر رضي الله تعالى نريتس رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم on one occasion was distributing some goods this probably refers to a distribution of what we call mali ghanimat that is the spoils of war so umar radiyallahu ta'ala commented to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that ya rasulullah others are more deserving of the uh, others are more deserving than these people so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam responded to this and he said that they gave me two alternatives they could have asked me in a very crude manner or they could have labeled me as a miser and i am not a miser the second hadith after this the subject matter is very similar so before going into the explanation of the hadith we will translate that hadith also the narrator of that hadith is a sahabi by the name of jubair bin mut'im radiyallahu ta'ala anhu we find that he was a sahabi who accepted islam at the time of fath makkah in other words the conquest of makkah interestingly in this hadith the incident that is referred to the narrator of the hadith says maqfalahu min hunain on the return from hunain hunain refers to a battle which took place just after fath makkah just after the conquest of makkah in the 8th year of shawwal in the, in the 8th year of hijra in the month of shawwal fath makkah those of us who are familiar with it or the conquest of makkah took place in the 8th year of the hijra during the month of ramadan find two great expeditions of islam occurred interestingly in the month of ramadan the fajr namaz today also we heard the dua that is read at the onset of the month of ramadan and generally many of us have this mindset that in the month of ramadan mashallah our ibadat etc increases recitation of quran zikrullah etc we find it was also in the month of ramadan that two great expeditions of islam took place one is the conquest 
of Badr took place in the second year of Hijrah during the month of Ramadan. In fact, the battle of Badr took place on the 17th of Ramadan. And likewise, the conquest of Makkah took place also in the month of Ramadan. So from this we learn an important lesson that the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu and Nabi Pak himself also, they strove in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the month of Ramadan. Azharmana Umar Palun Puri sahab rahmatullah alayhi used to say, in fact illustrating this and, exp- and explaining this, he used to say that Badr was the day wherein in the heavens the decision was taken. In the heavens the decision was taken that haq will triumph over batil. That the truth which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam represented after years and years and years of persecution and hardship and difficulty which Nabi Abak sallallahu alayhi wasallam had experienced at the hands of the kuffar or the mushrikeen of Makkah. Finally the triumph was given over those same kuffar and mushrikeen in Badr and they were defeated Completely contrary to logic, Sahaba numbered just 313, and the 313 was such that there were two camels, that there were two horses and 70 camels shared between the 313. Badr itself located 170 kilometers away from Medina Munawwara, in the arduous heat of the desert sun, this small band or group had to undertake this journey of 170 kilometers each one of them didn't even have conveyance. They had to share between 313 of them, these two horses and 70 camels. It's mentioned that that entire army, you couldn't even call them an army. Seven or eight swords were shared between the army of Badr. That is the Muslims on the one side. On the other side, they faced the might of the Quraysh, an army 1,000 strong. Yet, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them victory. And the day of Badr is referred to as Yomul Furqan. As I mentioned, the day... Zama Umar sahab, rahmatullah to translate it like this, the day when haq triumphed over batil, yawmul furqan, the day farraqa bayn al-haqq wal-batil, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala established and distinguished the clear basis or the clear truth between haq and batil. However, Zama Umar sahab used to explain it like this, he used to say that the fact that haq has triumphed over batil and that now that Islam is going to spread, the first victory came in Badr, but it couldn't be seen. It couldn't be seen clearly on the ground. So he used to say that Yomul Furqan Haq triumphed over Batil in the heavens. This was shown in Badr. Six years later, in the conquest of Makkah, on the earth, now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed this. That when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who had been ostracized, who had been banished from Makkah Mukarramah, Leaving in such a condition, wherein as he is leaving Makkah Mukarramah, the tears are pouring down the cheeks of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Makkah tu, ba atiyabaki min baladin wa habaki ilayya. Lola anna qomi akhrajuni minki lama sakantu ghairaki. That oh Makkah, how beloved, how pure, how sacred a place you are to me. If my people had not banished me from you, I would never have lived anywhere else. That is in great disgrace. Under great oppression, Allah's Rasul is ostracized from Makkah Mukarramah. At that time, the verse of the Quran is revealed: Inna ladi farad alaykal Quran la raduka ila maad. 
that that Allah who ordained the Quran upon you will return you back to Makkah Mukarramah. This was the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and at that time it defied logic. It was not even conceivable that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam having been banished in such a condition would return to Makkah Mukarramah victorious. Yet within a short space of time, just eight years later, on the conquest of Makkah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam enters Makkah victorious. And now the foundation is laid for Islam to spread not only throughout the entire Arabian Peninsula but throughout the entire world. And in a short space of 72 to 80 years from the conquest of Makkah, two-thirds of the known world is enveloped in the light of Islam. The foundation of this first took place in Badr, which is referred to as Yomul Furqan. But as Azimah Sahib used to mention, this was not seen, not made apparent everywhere. Six years later, on the conquest of Makkah, Allah made it apparent. It became clear now that now the foundation had been planted. Allah's Rasul has referred, returned back to Makkah Mukarramah. Both Medina and Makkah is now a base, and from here Islam will spread through the four corners of the world. He used to say that, the found, that on the heavens, Yomul Furqan was in Badr in the second year of Hijrah, in the month of Ramadan. And on the earth it was made established and clear and apparent to everyone that Yomul Furqan, the day has come when now Haq has triumphed over Batil and Islam will spread. This was made clear on the earth six years later in Fateh Makkah and the conquest of Makkah also in the month of Ramadan. So one important integral lesson we learn that the month of Ramadan is not only a month of Ibadat, not only a month of our reading extra, extra Quran, extra Zikrullah, etc., extra ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's also a month wherein the great companions of Rasulullah s.a.w. increase their qurbani and sacrifice and their striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Badr took place in Ramadan and likewise Fateh Makkah also took place in Ramadan. And just after Fateh Makkah, this expedition that is referred to by Jubair bin Mut'im radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that is the expedition of Hunayn in the Shawwal of the 8th year of Hijrah took place. And in this riwayat, Jubair bin Mutaim is mentioning, like I said, the subject matter of both the riwayat are very similar. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, بَيْنَمَا هُوَ يَسِيرُ مَعَ النَّبِيِّ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam مَقْفَلَهُ مِنْ حُنَيْن On the return from Hunayn, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, some Bedouins, they latched themselves upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They began asking him in a very rude and a very harsh manner. To such an extent that they forced the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam against a thorny tree. فَعَلَّقَهُ الْأَعْرَابِ يَسْأَلُونَهُ حَتَّى تَرْرُوهُ إِلَى سَمُرَى And the cloak of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was caught on this thorny tree to such an extent that it was that they essentially pulled off the cloak of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, give me back my cloak. And then to, they were, they were insisting with regards to the spoils of war that were present, that we want more and more. So primarily it was the greed of these Arab, of these Bedouins, who were new Muslims as yet, the qualities of Iman and Islam had not entered their hearts, which is what led to this manner of entreating and begging from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the return of those spoils. We'll run out of time, inshallah, we'll continue.